0: Well, I don't usually quote boxers at Mass, but I'm going to quote one today. I read this, that Mike Tyson, a great boxer, once said this, Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. (laughs) Hmm, ain't that the truth? And what punches us in the face? It's life. Life is tough, especially these days. I mean, you can wake up. Uh, I've got these funny bruises on my body. Thank God a brother was here at the last Mass, Brother Don. I said, what are these? And he looked at them, he gave me an answer after Mass, and they disappeared. Good Lord. That's nothing. Uh, wait until you go in and find your doctor, say you've got diabetes or cancer. There's a punch in the face. Or you find out that you can't pay your bills and you're sleeping in the car for three months. Or sleeping on the streets for three years. Or your husband and wife says, well, it's over, goodbye, it was nice knowing you. Or you find out your son or daughter is now in jail because they were using drugs or selling drugs or something. Life is tough and it punches us in the face. All the more reason why this word of God is so good today for us. And it's rich, it's rich. Especially from the wisdom literature, we're told not just to follow the law of the Lord, to love the law of the Lord. Listen to it in our hearts. Take it down here and listen to it. We're told to meditate on it day and night. When we take the law of the Lord into ourselves and begin to try to live it with our heart, it's different. Yesterday I had a baptism, and this young man, I baptized, uh, he and his wife's son three years ago, and uh, yesterday his daughter, and... uh, We were just talking before the baptism, and he said to me that he was graduating soon. And I said, oh, really? How old are you? He said, 25. I said, what what are you graduating with? He says, "Uh, a degree in philosophy and theology. I said, what's your problem? Who takes philosophy and theology? I was going to say, you're going to be a priest, but somebody else in the family said it. And then I said, "Uh, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to teach? He said, yeah, probably somewhere along the line. And I said, what attracted you to philosophy? He said, I don't know, but years ago, when I was younger, I, I would ask this question, well, what's it all about? Why? Why, uh, why am I here? What's my purpose? And the philosophers loved to play with those questions. He said, it just pulled me in. I loved the way they looked at things and asked questions, especially Aristotle. So then I thought later about that song. It popped in my head during the day. Oh, these songs that pop in and out of my head. And the thing is, I I usually don't listen to words. I have to have a singer in front of me singing the words. I I go right to the music. I don't know if any of the musicians that are away. It's hard for me to focus on the words. I'm listening to the intricacies of the music. But this one I remember. What's it all about? Alfie. I don't remember any of the rest of the song. I don't. I've always loved that, and I, I think it's about drugs or hard life or something, uh, somebody losing their way. I mean, that's logically what it would sound like. What's it all about, Alfie? But I like the question, what, why, what's the reason? I think in life, when we stop, step back and ask those questions, it, it's, it's, I think it's the most important question or word in our English language, why? If we don't know why we do things, we just do them. Don't just follow the laws of the Lord. Ask why. Why is it important? you got to know the value that's underneath it. So, this one I use all the time. It's just such an easy one to get at. Fasting before you receive communion. Is it a law of the church, yes or no? Uh, hello, Catholics. Is it a law of the church, yes or no? How long are we to fast before communion? One hour. One hour. So that means not an hour before Mass starts, it's an hour before you receive communion. So it's 9.30 Mass, we'll be receiving communion about 10.10, 10.15 maybe. So That means up until 9.15 you could have gorged yourself. Okay, why do we fast? Tell me some reason. To be mindful, what do you mean? Okay, I think it's, even, it's along that line, but it's even a little more pointed. Now, let me give you the bad reason that people say, well, for penance. Jesus suffered three hours on the cross. We can at least do an hour of penance. Maybe there's a little 1% of that, but that's not the reason. The reason is fasting makes you empty, makes you hungry, all right? If you are hungry, you want to eat. And so if we're hungry physically, It's a very easy jump to the spiritual, to be hungry spiritually, to be aware. And so the church wants us to come to church hungry and thirsty for the Lord. Hungry and thirsty. It's a very practical reason. But the law stinks. If anyone says, do I have to fast? He say, do it if you want. Whatever, it doesn't matter to me. An hour? Who's hungry just with an hour after eating? When I was their age... 1957, I made my first communion. We had to fast for three hours. Three hours in 1957. Okay. Were we hungry? Yeah. If I was going to the noon mass and be receiving at 1240, I could 1140, 1040, 940, eat up to 940. And, and probably I, I would start feeling hungry, especially if my parents drove past the donut shop. <gasps> But my parents, some of you here, had to fast since midnight, the night before. There were no Masses past 1 in the afternoon. Most ended at 12 or 12.30 because they had to fast from midnight, not 12.01. And in those days, you didn't even do a minute long. 12 o'clock, no food, no drink. Wow. I guarantee if you went to the noon Mass and received communion at 12.40, you were hungry. And your stomach was going, the point was for you to say to that hungry stomach, you know, that's not all that's hungry in me. I'm hungry for peace and for love and for Christ to teach me the way. Like the psalm said, the last piece of that psalm, instruct me in your way, show me, teach me, lead me, guide me, give me your light. That's hunger. That's thirst. And that's what the church wants us to feel. So when we come in the church doors, we should already be thinking this way. Lord, why am I here today? What do I need from you? How can you guide me? Show me. Touch my emptiness. Touch my pain. Touch my sorrow. So that we're letting God in. We're letting God in. That's the purpose. Today, these scriptures invite us to that. And and the first two readings, as I said, and even the psalm just keep leading us along that. But then Jesus comes along and, and like the boxer, punches us in the face. Oh, he does today. Is it all literal? I, I think it's much bigger than that. It's not so literal. He says, you've heard it said to your ancestors, if you kill your brother or your sister, for that matter, you're liable to judgment. But I say, I say much more than that. If you even get angry with them, you're liable to judgment. Does he mean literally we can't get angry? No, but, but he's pushing the point. He's punching us in the face. Stop and think. Ask the question. And then, because I went back to an earlier portion of that gospel, he says, okay, Father Perry, if you're on your way to take your gifts to the Lord, and right while you're just about to approach the altar, you say, oh, my God, Carrie's angry at me. Not, I'm angry at her, but she's angry at me, and I remember that. This is what Jesus says, put your gift down, put it down on the floor. Go to Carrie and say, Carrie, what did I do? Why are you upset? Did I say something? Did I do something? She says, you sure did, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Reconcile first, and then, then you're ready to go pick up your gift. Now, remember, it didn't say, if you remember that you're angry at Carrie, she's angry at you, and I don't even know why. Go find out. Fix it. We shouldn't have all this stuff between us. Fix it. And then go off your gift. Why? Why, Lord? Why would you say that? Because Jesus is a great teacher, and he knows the junk The spiritual junk that gets in our lives. He knows it it junks us up. It, It messes with us. That's why he says, walk with the Lord. Follow the law of the Lord. Fix your relationships. Be at peace. Is it for God? No! God says it's for you. It's funny, I read this little prayer, which seems to sum it all up. I don't know where I got it, I know I got it online, but it said this, no, from a book I think. It said, start thinking bigger, praying bigger, expecting bigger. God wants to take you where you've never been. Amen.